I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Hey, welcome back. A friend of mine went to dental school. Been about uh, a dozen years trying to get that degree. Ultimately pulled it off. He's a working dentist now, uh, and he's in the hole uh, seven hundred plus thousand dollars. More than seven hundred thousand uh, dollars is what he owes now, and is just starting uh, his career. He's my age. Yeah, uh, that works for many people, right? Uh, there is investment in yourself that you make out of confidence in yourself, confidence in the job market following your educational career. Uh, and my hat's off to you folks. I, I don't have it in me. I, I, I just do not have it in me. I can remember when it came time for me to uh, select a school to attend, a uh, university, it was almost entirely based on what I could afford, uh, and with the the help of family, what we could, uh, what I could undertake without going into debt. I, absolutely terrified of debt, and uh, ultimately, you know, after uh, a few years at Brigham Young University, I was able to to graduate, and I was able to do so without uh, without any student loan debt. I, I know that makes me uh, an anomaly. I know that, that that many, many folks who go down the educational path uh, end up with a, a dramatic amount of debt. And so uh, you have to ask yourself, what's the, what's the return? What uh, makes going into that level of debt uh, worthwhile? And one approach that you could pursue to answering that question uh, would be looking at Looking at how much uh, a recipient uh, of a of a certain degree can expect uh, once they enter the work uh, workforce. What's the range of uh, salary? What's the median salary of someone entering uh, one of these uh, careers based on uh, the degree they choose? It turns out, and this is uh, sure as heck common sense. I had just never looked at the. I had just never looked this closely at uh, the numbers. It's remarkable, remarkable, uh, the disparity between some of these degrees, what you can expect to make. And in some cases, you end up, you know, if you're going to a certain school, you you could end up, you have two people go to the same school, uh, accrue the same amount of debt and have degrees that whose value 
their expected value upon graduation, the, the difference could be $100,000 or more. So you go into the same amount of debt. Anyway, uh, l- let me get to the list. I want to share with you the, the list of the top bank careers by median salary uh, based on uh, a degree that you, you pull out of whatever university. And the reason I bring this up, well, first off, personally, I have uh, just recently, you know, since becoming a father, I started thinking about, all right, how do we like, how do we, are we helping with school? Is she going to have to rely on taking some money out or uh, some scholarship skill of hers, either athletic or academic or otherwise? And what I want to do is I want to help if uh, and how I can, but I want to make sure that it's a, a worthwhile investment. And so I have been, you know, kind of on, on my own and in a few conversations trying to work out like, how much do I like encourage her to, and I'm talking about little baby Piper, of course, how much do I encourage her to go down this path and pursue uh, maybe this area of study uh, later in life? And I know she's, she's what, 16 months old. I'm already thinking about this. I got 18, 17 some odd years still to uh, brainwash her. I mean, I mean, encourage her. <laughs> All right, I'll stop. Uh, here, here's the list. Uh, you want to make some real money? Uh, here's the degree you got to get. Uh, first one is petroleum engineering. Average salary is between 102,000 and 176,000. Uh, these petroleum engineers are the ones that design uh, methods and equipment for the extraction of oil and gas uh, anywhere on the planet. So if you are engaged in the hands-on work of designing ways to get oil and gas out of the earth. Uh, and you go to school for that, there is a high probability that you will live yourself a a comfortable life, at least in terms of your finances. Uh, Number two, actuarial mathematics. uh, There's a median salary there between $60,800 and, on the high end, $119,600. Actuaries, they use a mixture of skills uh, from statistics to math to financial theory to uh, analyze and assess some of the elements of risk and uncertainty uh, when individuals and organizations make financial decisions. They're the ones that uh, you know figure out how risky a certain uh, endeavor or behavior is. Here's another one. Uh, between $67,000 and $118,000, you can, uh, you can earn, uh, you can expect to earn if you uh, come out with a degree in nuclear engineering. And you can figure out what that does. Uh, you, you do the engineering for uh, the nuclear stuff, right? Simple enough. Uh, chemical engineering, that's 69000 between 69000 and 116000 Electronics and computer engineering, uh, between 64000 and 113000 Aerospace engineer, I've got a friend of mine. Uh, i got a friend of mine who went into aerospace engineering and uh, ultimately uh, changed majors, uh, started doing some finance stuff, and later uh, ended up with a big mountain of debt, and um, now working in either field. I- I'm a similar case. I studied primarily uh, photography when I was at Brigham Young University and, and studied some political science on the side, and, uh, well, there's not a lot of picture taken in talk radio, <laughs> as, as it is an exclusively uh, non-visual medium. With the exception, of course, of the KSL News Radio app, which, powered by any hour services, I would encourage you to download or visit our website, kslnewsradio.com, or find me on Facebook. Okay, maybe, maybe in 2021, there are some visual elements to uh, talk radio. Uh, listen, we're going to take a break here in, in a second, but this is what I want you to do. I, I'm curious about uh, what 
what is your degree and what is your job? When you were, uh, if you went to college and university, what did you study? What did you uh, specialize in? What was your degree? And today, what is your job? It's going to be a, an informal polling of sorts. Uh, I'll also open up the, uh, the Utah Community Credit Union text line, 57500. But get on the phone. Give me a call. Tell me your experience. Did what you learn in college prepare you for the job you have today? What is your degree and what is your job? Give me a call. It's 801 801- Five seven five eight two five five eight zero one KSL Talk. We'll have a little conversation, uh, shoot the breeze for a little bit. Coming up after two o'clock here on KSL News Radio. Hey, welcome back to Live Mike. We're continuing this conversation about uh, schooling, higher education specifically, and the degrees which we seek compared to the jobs which we have. Uh, I, I know typically we do the top two at two o'clock. At this hour, but I wanted to find an opportunity to to open the phone lines and let you weigh in on this. And and most specifically, I am curious to know uh, what is your degree? If you went to college, university, what is your degree and what is your job? Uh, I just want I want to compare those two and see if uh, you know if it is a seamless transition. If you set off on your higher education course knowing exactly what you wanted to do and uh, getting that degree was simply a step along the way. Or if, you know, as is, I think, most often the case, certainly in my uh, life experience, professionally and otherwise, uh, you know, sometimes things uh, come up that are unexpected, uh, both challenges and opportunities and the plans that you made uh, yesteryear uh, do not always, uh, and I might go as far as to say uh, most often, do not dictate the trajectory of tomorrow. Uh, I don't think that if you had asked me when I was studying photography at Brigham Young University if uh, if on Monday, March 29th, I'd be about a week away from moving back to Washington, D.C. to be a, a senior Senate staffer. I just, you know, life, life takes us down. No, nor would I have ever thought at that era when I was, again, studying photography at Brigham Young University, did I think that uh, for about a year and a half I'd be sitting behind a microphone uh, sharing my thoughts uh, with this beautiful beehive state. Life's a funny thing. <laughs> the, the schooling... You picked up yesterday, as I said, uh, does uh, not, I think, uh, in most cases, uh, dictate the path you will follow tomorrow. Uh, So uh, tell me, just weigh in, share some of your experience with me. Uh, The number is 801-575-8255. 801-KSL-TALK is the number. I'm just curious to know, what did you study and what do you do today? Uh, Maybe they relate, maybe they don't. Uh, I'll also... Uh, take some text messages here if you want to send those over. 57500 is the Utah Community Credit Union text line. Some uh, some cool insight into folks' paths here coming through via uh, text message here. Uh, one texter studied computer science and has today a job as a structural building inspector. Uh, another here has a bachelor's in finance and a master's in accounting and currently works in cur- uh, corporate financial planning analysis. Uh, that feels that feels like uh, that feels like a, a pretty uh, <laughs> a pretty good and even and uh, and smooth path. Uh, choral here we go. Choral music education, choir teacher for fifteen years, master uh, in of information technology, school library teacher, uh, fifteen years. What else do we have? Okay, uh, studied biology, but 
I work in door-to-door sales. Studied biology, but I work in door-to-door sales. I wonder what you sell. Is it uh, is it pest stuff? Security stuff? Um, here's another one. BA in Italian language and literature, minor in psychology, and today uh, is in pharmaceutical sales. Uh, and later earned an MBA in health administration. A few more text messages come in uh, through here. Oh, here's this one's fascinating. Uh, absolutely fascinating. I have an MBA and I'm now a chaplain. I have an MBA and I'm now a chaplain. And uh, oh, here's one. I was an art history major and now I'm a Pilates instructor. I was an art history major and now I'm a Pilates instructor. Uh, interesting. Here comes another uh, text message. And I've got some uh, some details I'll share with you. Uh, let me read this through here before I uh, just read it cold on the air. Ooh. Okay, here we go. Listen to this. This is one of those uh, kind of beautiful exceptions where uh, circumstance uh, demands innovation and excellence. And uh, here we go. The text reads, I was unable to go to college. Back in those days, my parents or myself could never afford it. I started a medical device company and worked my way up through the company. Forty, or I'm sorry, I started with a medical device company and worked my way up through the company. Forty years later, I make a, a hundred and thirty thousand a year uh, without a degree. So uh, there you go. Uh, th- that text message uh, doesn't, uh, by itself, you know, make the case for you know maybe schooling's not for me. But what is uh, important? I believe, is to make sure that the decisions that you make today uh, are based on your strengths and your interests. Uh, I'm not under any illusion that the decisions that we make today will necessarily dictate the life of tomorrow, uh, but you you can set yourself up for success. Uh, A quick phone call here from Bob calling uh, in Salt Lake City. Bob, uh, tell me, what what did you study and what's your job today? Well, and I, and I don't want to for, for a minute indicate that the education wasn't worthwhile. Right, right. Thank you. But but I'm going for the most diverse between education and ultimate experience. Okay. I I had three bachelor's degrees, one in biology, one in chemistry, and one in dietetics. I was a registered dietitian. Okay. And I've owned a repossession company for 40 years. Whoa. What what, uh, what what type of repossession does your company specialize in? Oh, I've done everything from a 747s to cattle really? and everything in between. Yes. What, uh, are you still going out on calls yourself? Excuse me. Are you are you still going out oh, yeah. on? Uh, what what give us a, give us a story recently? Don't identify anyone, obviously, but uh, anything exciting come up recently? Um. No, I'm I'm a pretty calm individual, and yes, occasionally people get a little uh, a little testy with me. But um, one of the one of the qualifications that uh, I inherited for this job is I'm six five and two hundred and fifty pounds. So well, fortunately, that those, that quells a lot of arguments the, the, before those, they start. Exactly right. Those those numbers uh, seem to uh, communicate pretty well for themselves. Uh, I our time is tight. I wish I could keep you on the line and talk. I could talk to you all day about this stuff. You 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 repossessed a seven thirty seven. Seven forty seven. Seven forty seven. Is there is there a thirty second version of that story? 
Well, it's it's a name that would be well recognized here in Utah, but not any longer. Okay, a fellow named Adnan Khashoggi. Okay, okay, all right. Say, say no and, more. I can, I can Google my way to the end of that story. I'm, I'm aware yeah, of that you, one. You know the rest of it. <laughs> and and here, here at the here in the Triad Center, we're well aware of that name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you would be real familiar with yeah. that. Yeah, uh, Bob. Listen, uh, thrilled chatting with you. Thanks so much uh, for your, for your stories here, and uh, and best of luck out there. Uh, stay safe. All right. Thank you. Bye bye. All right, sir. Uh, fascinating. Uh, if you don't, if you don't recognize that name or know his uh, that Adnan Khashoggi name, uh, g- Google that. Read some old uh, news coverage of uh, of Utah and specifically the the construction of of the Triad Center, where uh, where, where I'm broadcasting to you from uh, right now. Fascinating stuff. Uh, okay, uh, we're gonna take a break right now. We'll come back. Oh, there's a mountain of text messages. All kinds of cool stories here. Uh, I'll, I'll share a few more of those. And as I told you, we bumped the top two uh, at 2 o'clock to the top two at 2.20. The top two at 2.20. Coming up next on Live Mike, I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said... You need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope and Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.